0: This Episode 7 of Surviving Sky, Conversations with Our Mother, Chapter 3. This is the third part of a longer conversation that I had with our mother. Like I said in previous episodes, there is limited editing as to not disrupt the flow of the conversation. I also suggest that if it is your first time listening, don't start with this episode. Start from the beginning. I don't interrupt the conversation to provide any explanations or extra details about the subject. But I do wanna take a moment to thank all of those who have been listening. This is the type of conversation that I have with my mom on a regular basis. It's been a cathartic experience to know that people are listening in, and it's the most honest way I know to fully capture what it's really like for us. We've only had one another throughout all of this. While others just experienced the loss of Sky, My mother and I were at the forefront of the investigation. So in other words, what I want to say is thank you for making us feel not so alone. And without further ado, let's just get right back into it. But yeah, I was looking through like the timeline. So this was Sheridan, Sheridan, Sheridan. We stated a Sheridan in both of them. This is a Sheridan Sapporo. Sheridan's pro Because the interpreter, remember the interpreter? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he was very nice to us. So, we were in Tokyo mm-hmm. from the 12th to the 14th. Right. And that was Sheridan Miyako. Okay, so I want to show you. Yeah. Let me find it. This is how I knew it was here. If you're showing me the picture, I saw these. Do you not remember the room that we had the press conference in?
1: Yeah. It's Sheridan. They all look alike to me. (laughs) No, it was. The whole thing was, the reason why I'm saying this is because, well, well, um, after the, um, um, there was a Swedish um, gentleman who basically owns the Sheridan.
0: Yeah. He was like the general manager or something. Right.
1: Right. right. I think it was the um, ambassador or maybe it was the interpreter. They came up to me and they said that he was the one who opened up this.
0: The room for the, us. Yeah. To yeah, have uh, the press conference. Right. right.
1: Yeah. And um, it was kind of like, you should say, say, thank you. Yeah. And I remember uh, yeah doing that. No, we didn't fly out for the, um, Yes, we did see that one i totally <laughs> i was out of it anyway totally out of it they had us fly out to
0: tokyo for that we flew out to tokyo because it was the main media hub right and we were gonna get the most coverage there do you remember what we did after
1: yeah we um um we walked around it was a really that that i mean in the middle of the night and it reminded me of the times square
0: type thing it was just you remember we went to tokyo tower
1: yes yes do you know i didn't that remember that until you mentioned it a couple months ago and i said oh my god yes we because because we saw the whole thing
0: yeah it was like 10 o'clock at night or something yes and we're just like let's let's go yeah because we had the press conference in the evening and that was in tokyo tokyo tower is in tokyo
1: oh my god honey yeah you might be right Yeah. yeah I know,
0: it's crazy. It was crazy. See, that's the thing. Okay? We so were that, in
1: such a state. That you ABC
0: News article, that person like had the journalist reached out a few times. It was all through email, but okay. it was difficult to get a hold of him. I think in there it even said he talked to Matt, and Matt wouldn't identify himself. Okay. And it said Matt is like the middle child or something. Right, right, It, right. it has a lot of little, small details that are just wrong.
1: They were just wrong. Okay, all right. The only thing I do know is... um. Like you said before, there's no place for people with missing loved ones to go to. No. There's you no, are literally no protocol or systems in place. You are literally in an emotional state. Yeah. You are screaming for help. You go to the police. Of course, that's the first thing that you do. You always go is to the police.
0: But, like, they, yeah. they didn't take it seriously. They're like, oh, she'll be back oh this is like what somebody of that age does but like they didn't take into account who she was as a person like they never no. asked those questions no, no and even if we said it's not like her they still wouldn't believe you because they are still like just judging it on their own experience or what they're trained to do yeah yeah but and even what do you do after or in our case they did nothing
1: yeah and we just didn't know I assumed I mean like in Japan um they told us what they were going to do. Yeah. They were basically going to keep Sky's picture posted for 10 years. Mm-hmm. They will follow up with any investigation. If anybody came in as a witness or someone who saw Sky, they would immediately investigate that. They'd follow up, yep. And that was about all. Yeah. Um, they weren't going to um, actively, because they basically, that interview we had brought quite a few people, out who's and they called up and said yes i did see sky this is what happened and it was like two days but after that nothing and they weren't they didn't have enough information after that they they were only going to go by witnesses yeah as simple as that
0: now this is something that like i've gone back to to look at and says this is from ian hillman this was on April 7th so this was prior to us even getting there and it says in the event we do locate Skye I need to tell you up front that in accordance with the Privacy Act of 1974 the consulate needs to get her permission before we can share information on where she is
1: yes they told and me she that. does
0: not give us permission our only al- alternative after locating Skye is to inform her that you are concerned and ask her to contact you directly yes do you think there's at any point that they no 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 he
1: he told me that if there was any con, I, mean, I mean if they found out anything they would let me know
0: yeah
1: um it wasn't like they're going to um, and it's
0: not like they would just bring you to her they there is oh, like a privacy there, thing there that, was, yes yeah. there
1: was a protocol mm-hmm. and I understood that especially with her being 21 yeah like you said if we told them that she might be suicidal mm-hmm. that helped with us with them doing something. If it was just a 21-year-old woman whose mom and dad's chasing after her, no, they wanted to go, that they were not going to do anything. Yeah. We needed to let but them know. But that in itself
0: is concerning if, like, there are other family families out there who just lose somebody, just, like, unexpectedly. Yeah. Like, how is it not, like... I think sometimes... Investigated these, as, like, a murder or an abduction or something like that. I think some of the privacy laws has hurt... Vulnerable people. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes,
1: guaranteed.
0: Um, yeah, simple as that. I think mean, a lot of times people are not open with you know family struggles and things like that. You exactly. know, because it's not, it's not cute. Yeah, people <laughs> you know? don't want to. Um, and so laws are not in place for to actually really help people they're in place to just make a certain people comfortable, but not everybody. A lot of people are just being dismissed and disregarded.
1: Yeah. As simple as that. Um, (laughs) yeah, well, I have to admit, sometimes it makes me, um, not angry, but like when you see that you see these pretty young women that all of a sudden they're on the front page Uh and they're missing. And they're getting national news, they're getting um, investigation. Is it because their parents have money, or is it just that because they're a pretty white blonde
0: girl? Yeah,
1: it makes. I think it's both.
0: Yeah, I think it's like a nice, healthy combination of like who you already are. Yeah. Um, If you have like, like in today's age, like if you have like followers on social media, if you're like an Instagram model. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. You need money. Because that's another thing, too. Like, the police only have uh, a finite amount of resources. Of course. And time. So after, like, a week, they're not going to put more officers on the case to look you know, they're mm-hmm. going to take away. Yeah. And a lot of these missing people's cases are self-funded by families. Yeah. And people don't realize that. They, I never realized
1: it either. There's until, no yeah. budget
0: in yeah. the police budget yeah. for to help with missing people yeah. or murder investigations or mm. anything like that. Yeah. I'm all for, like, defunding the police when it comes to, like, arming them to the teeth. But you should be funding them for actual community Yes. <laughs> Involvement into actually help. Right. And it's not. That's not where the money goes. I think the original
1: I mean it's the police are there to help us. But right now there is to basically put the bad guy away.
0: And who is this bad guy? Yeah. That's it. There could be a bad guy in this yeah. guy's case. Oh. And that wasn't even addressed.
1: No, it was not.
0: Nobody asked Nobody. If, if we thought she was in danger. And, and was I, that ever addressed? No. No, they never searched the car. No, they they did not. never stepped foot in her room. No, they did not. They just, they didn't do anything.
1: No. Once they found out that she landed in Japan,
0: then it was then it was no longer their issue. Exactly.
1: As but the as thing that. is, like,
0: they've never called. Like three months after the case, six months after the case, yearly, they've never done that. Yearly. They
1: only a several years later on they called and they. I answered the phone, and this is the Southernton um, police. We're just checking up. Did you ever get your daughter? Did you ever hear from Skye? And I remember, it was like maybe 7.30 at night, 8, eight o'clock, and I answered the phone, and I was blindsided. Did you ever hear it from your daughter? hmm I couldn't talk. I just handed the phone is to Dad, and I just burst into tears. Um, I hate to say it, Megan, but you that your mother's a very weak person. I wish I was stronger, no. but I'm going... What can you do?
0: Um, That's the thing. It's just like nobody's ever prepared for these situations, and there's nobody ready to step up and take it on, especially in these, in these systems, like in this... International? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know our case is a little different because... It involves local and, like, international, like, laws. And you're just not equipped to know any of it. You're not equipped. You're not, we're not, you not don't taught know. these things.
1: And my generation, we were taught that the police will take care of it. Yeah. Or people in authority, they'll help you.
0: Yeah. But they just take their time. And they just kind of, like... I think some They don't even have comforting words to say. And that's the thing. Like, they should have some sort of, like, department in place where if these things happen... You have somebody who is equipped in like the field of psychology in order to know how to handle they should have something. people in distress yes. like this. Because that's the thing. I know we're discussing timelines and our timelines, we were there at the same time and it feels radically different. Oh you yeah, know? definitely. Yeah, Because you're just in a complete different state and these situations uh define and expose all your capabilities and limitations they do you know and they make you extremely vulnerable and unless somebody's there with a video camera taping everything you can't you can't remember you actually your and you're in such a state anyway
1: i remember after the um japanese uh, uh excuse me the interview in um japan We had one day where people were calling in. We had two days where um, they got some information, but after that, it was over. Okay. And now what? We are are now in the hotel. (laughs) And I remember um, we were supposed to leave. And I was like, well, we just, I want to stay. Yeah. Just in case, if we did get a call from her, I want to be able to talk to her, tell her that. Whatever it is, honey, we could work this out. Yeah. Don't worry about it. So I stayed another um
0: Yeah.
1: Couple of days.
0: I remember like I we had it set for like two weeks we were there. Yeah. And like I think I had to go back to work.
1: You went back, yes. Yeah. And that you that, stayed
0: another week or yeah. another like five days or so. Yeah, that.
1: Um by yourself. Yeah. You were um upset about leaving but um there wasn't anything more you could do. And what I basically did was I I did long walks. I cried in their hotel lobby. Um, I was a zombie, basically. And that was all. Um, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. I, um, it was several more days. I waited. And, um, yeah, that's what I did. I just waited. And I remember one of the... Uh, Um, hotel workers she was very kind and she came over and talked with me for a while yeah that was it and um um in the city um the way it was set up was they um kind of like had a a little bit of a bubbling brook or maybe a little of um not quite sure a creek, mm-hmm. and there were uh, um, there was apartment buildings on either side, and in the middle was gardens and playgrounds. And I remember walking and just walking, and um, I was sitting at that. I was sitting at a bench. There was um, um, an older woman, and I'm sitting in, uh, I'm just resting. And um, she had um, a dog with her. And I just kind of looked at her and we can't speak any. Yeah. Yeah, we can't speak. So I just looked at her and I pointed to her dog and I looked at her and I went, rough, rough. <laughs> and I bent one and I put up two fingers and I said, pointed it to myself and I said, meow, meow. <laughs> <Thank> and, she, <laughs> and she looked at me and she started to laugh. <laughs> and we both laughed and then she nodded and she knew exactly what I meant. Yeah. Well, she had a dog, and I have two cats mm-hmm. and that was it. Um, it was very isolating. Mm-hmm. there was no one to talk to no. everyone and then it was time for me to go and I did have to re- I remember you gave me instructions on how to get onto the train is to get to the airport and um I got onto the wrong train. <laughs> And um, I, as soon as I got onto the train, I knew, and there was a gentleman there um, that that because because this was everyone was going to work, and this was a commuter train, uh-huh. so everybody that leaving, and I got off the train, and I'm looking, um, I couldn't understand any of the language, the um yeah the billboards, yeah, and there was a gentleman there which I stopped by, and I'm trying to explain to him airport. I wanted to go to the airport. How do I get there from here? And he, he was very nice, but you can tell that his attitude was like, Oh, why is this woman bothering me? I don't know what to do with her, (laughs) but he did get me on the right train and I landed at the airport (laughs) and I'm just walking and I went to talk to someone. Um, I just was asking, and then finally it was the police was waiting for me and they looked at me. They came over I mean, to me and they said, oh, did you oversleep? You're late. And I said, no, I got lost. I took the wrong train.
0: Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, there was never any like escorts. There's never any like, no assistance. We we're at, just like, Hey, we're here. We're missing somebody. At the time,
1: <laughs> at the time. I thought it was, you know, okay, this is what they did and you know, um, would we have done anything different if if the I mean, if it was that reverse, would we help out?
0: Help out somebody in distress? Yeah. I don't know. That yeah. Yeah. I, know. I mean
1: we I mean we're the first ones who say, Well they didn't do this and they do that but Would, would we have Would if, we have yeah. done it? Think about it. In a major uh, airport. Yeah.
0: If I saw somebody, like, obviously... In distress. In distress. But basically,
1: they came, they got me on the plane. And then, how long was that plane flight? Was it 20 hours? So long. It was, like, 20 hours. And people were nice on the plane. um, And I just... Do you know you can cry and function at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did that, actually. Yeah. Yep. That's what you do. The whole time. You're just crying <laughs> and you're functioning. And it was amazing what the human body and the mental bot thing can do.
0: Yeah. I think um, women as a whole are masters of this. <laughs>
1: and then I remember getting off the plane and Dad was there. Did
0: you have any... You had, like, how many layovers? Because there's obviously layovers. Layovers of what? Layovers. Oh, I didn't have any. There's no direct flights to Connecticut from Japan, Mom. There's no direct flights to California. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, my God. I wonder
1: how the hell <laughs> I even got home. Know. Do you remember? I was in such a state of shock. Yeah. I had a, that. That we had a layover in Chicago. We had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. I feel like there was one in, in L.A., too. But I feel like there was a few.
1: I remember landing in... And they're asking me questions why I was coming back, and of course I'm starting um, to cry, and I just turned around, and the woman was very curt, of course. And I mean, this was in. They were much nicer. To, I mean, that well, they didn't know what I was crying about, but she was very curt to me, and I said, um, "My, my, I mean, my daughter's missing," and she said something very. oh. I remember it was very cur- I don't remember what she said. I just knew it was very No, no, cur- no. I think
0: it, it was uh, generally agreed upon that it was nicer that this guy went missing in Japan than here. <laughs> because of just the attitude we it was a l- face yeah, here. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I remember getting off the plane and dad meeting me. And I just told him, I, I left her. I didn't know what to do, but I left her there. And then you got on with it. Isn't that amazing? The pain. And then just get on with it. Because you have no choice. You really didn't. You went to work. It was kind of funny, though. Um, It wasn't funny, really. But at that time, my organization was beginning to have people work from home. Mm Mm-hmm. And I would go into work. I cried, and I worked, and I cried, and I worked. basically, I was doing data entry, so you can do you can cry and do that. have yeah, yeah. no problem whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know if you can cry, it. <laughs> oh, but I didn't realize at the time I was upsetting the unit. this is all women who have children. and they they came to me. And basically, they said, we were going to, you know, offer this later on, but we're,
0: we're going to send you home to work. Wow. What? Wow. Yeah, they've kind of... That's kind of what <laughs> happens when you deal with, like, a traumatic situation or just grief that you can't... What can you do? You know, people just kind of, like, shoo you away. Even if it's unintentional, it's like, yeah, well, we're kind of a heavy me, vibe. <laughs> to me... It was like thank you. Yeah,
1: yeah, of course. To me, it was thank you. But now that you put it that way, (laughs) yeah, yeah, don't. I didn't put her in the back. (laughs) Put her in the back. We don't. We don't want to see that. Yeah, yeah. So so I was sent home with my computer. Other women and other people was awful. I mean, this was like a startup project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was like, well, we're starting it up and people were going to be offered if you want to do this. And you seem like an ideal lady. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody
0: wants a, to look at you. Yeah. We're sending you, you home. You but were in an ideal situation.
1: You, are you still in have a, a, per, a quota yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah.
0: What the fuck? What the fuck? Well,
1: <laughs> I just kind of looked at it and said, thank you. This way I can get up in the uh, morning
0: times have we thanked people throughout this whole process? I for did. just like shit, a shitty job done. I know. Thanks for the support. Oh, there was n- There wasn't any. There wasn't, wasn't any. There wasn't.
1: No. I know is, um, my supervisor talked with me and, you know, um, they made a collection. But you know, mag people go on. They
0: do? Of course they go on. It's
1: either you go on or you get stepped on. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's what happened yeah and yeah
0: yeah like I know I like I got I threw myself into whatever was going to keep me from thinking about it
1: yeah didn't we all like, That's I what got we a promotion
0: did. at work yeah and all of it like I'm getting a degree I went when I wasn't working I was going to school yeah just you know you, just to not think about you you did you always had work, so you worked full-time, you went to school, and then I would party on the weekends to make sure every single yeah. minute was occupied. And
1: I tore up my yard yeah, and planted flowers and shrubs, and I totally dug
0: out my yard. Yeah. Because... And you know what that looks like on the outside? Success. Yeah. It looks like, oh, they're moving on. They're Great. They're moving on. Did you... Well, because that, you know, but it took me. I feel like you got to check in on like the, That the high took, achievers. Yeah.
1: It took me <laughs> four years to stop crying every day. Yeah. Uh, four years. Every morning I would wake up with in tears and I would cry and you, then you got, then you get on with it. You work and you got on with life and if you saw something on TV or I always made sure that if I'm watching a show or if I'm reading a book, it would not trigger anything.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. you know what happened with me, I know that I realized quickly and I didn't know it at that time is that like trauma sees trauma. So I had a lot of like coworkers and stuff come out of the woodwork and start telling me about murders. Oh yeah. And um, domestic violence mm-hmm. that they're dealing with. All this stuff because it's like they saw what was coming for me. They saw yeah. it. Yeah. And um yeah they see it and like so many people are just suffering so yeah. many people and they can't talk about it and it's not it's not acceptable yeah you know you can't be ugly out in the world no no Cause they'll send you home to work yeah. and still you still gotta meet that quota yeah they you know a- you're just never given enough time to deal like three days of bereavement come on
1: yeah and you expect oh, you to move on i know i know Isn't cool. that,
0: yeah yeah cool yeah or even a birth of a child yeah come back in six weeks oh my god six weeks i remember child is different every week yeah like what are you gonna no yeah no yeah
1: come back later on yeah but that is the world we live in it's not
0: worth it (laughs) and fucking not worth it
1: you know because i'm older i realize that's the world we live in
0: but Um, why why is it that that we as people have chosen this why are we stuck like this yeah it's not cool like we all got to talk about this more guys